Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, your boy, Benjamin Banks, and this is Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. And I got my co-host sitting across from me, Travi Martin. What's good, baby? What's up, man? Chilling. How you doing, man? Chilling. Hey, you know, it was a few places I could have rolled up, up on you, you, but I didn't think that was gangster. And you know what I'm saying? It wouldn't have been gangster. It, it's like, you know, I wanted to be a man and say it to your face like I am now. You know what I'm saying? So if you got an issue with me, then you need to let me know. Now, I, I got a question. What's the question? Why you pull up on Devin like that? Oh, hey, look, I'm pulling up for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Man, I'm pulling up on you. Alright. <laughs> oh man. All bro. these years later, it's still a staple. Yeah, because he, he could have rolled up on him. But he did it. He did it. He wanted that to ain't say gangster. It, he wanted to say it to his face like a man. So how you doing, bro? Chilling, man. What's it called? Ready to get into today's episode. Yeah, bro. I'm ready to get into it too, man. It's been a lot going on, man. It's been a lot of TV shows coming to an end and a lot of uh movies coming out like this month has been really packed with movies like you well, got aladdin you got aladdin that's coming out uh well know. i don't really take this for too much because i mean critics you know yeah. but it bombed aladdin for critics oh yeah which is cr- weird because usually disney you know they'll, they'll five star that gym. yeah yeah but nah man they, they gave aladdin that hot thumbs down a, oh john wick three came out yep i finally watched john wick one and Dude, i'm in the process I think of watching on Rotten john tomatoes wick they gave it like a 98 percent or john something wick crazy yeah 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 so i can't wait to go see that man so yeah, man, are you excited about today's episode? I am, because this is one of my favorite animated TV shows when I was a kid growing up. Bro, I think it was a lot of people. Like, it's so this, good, the this theme show, song. Remember Wolverine's Claws? Like, he would do the street. So sick. I like how at the end of the intro they made it kind of like the super friends because remember yeah. you had to just you had the super friends coming and the Legion of Doom collide. Exploding into yeah. each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so on today's episode If you couldn't tell, we are gonna be talking about X-Men, the animated series. And we have a special guest with us. It's one of my good friends and professional wrestler, the Loose Cannon, Eddie Cannon. So the let's Loose go- Cannon, Eddie Cannon. So let's go ahead and roll into this. Let's rock. Yo, what's good, bro? How you doing, man? Good, guys. Good, guys. Thanks for having me. It's just so awkward. <laughs> yeah, it's so nice to say hello again. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's almost like forced at that point. <laughs> I know. What's yeah. it called? Technical difficulties, man. We'll let them know. We'll let them know. We'll live. let them know. Hey, we live right we now. We live, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it's a pleasure to meet you, dude. I, uh, word on the street is that you're a loose cannon. I, that, that, you know, I, that's what I've been told. I, I think I'm pretty real, well-rounded myself. Hey, that's what she said. That's all we need. <laughs> like we uh, said in the intro, we're going to be talking about X-Men, the animated series. And I thought it was a good topic for us to talk about because that's something that we all grew up on. And it introduced so many of us to the uh, TV, to the X-Men in general. But before we get to that, tell everybody that's listening to this episode who the Loose Cannon Eddie Cannon is. The Loose Cannon Eddie Cannon uh, grew up in uh, the middle of nowhere, Tennessee. Uh, not much going on in the area I grew up in, so I joined the uh, military and uh, served the country for a little while. Did six years doing that. Spent a nice uh, year-long vacation in Iraq. You know, well, salute to you. We appreciate your service, man. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I met my uh, wife and my soulmate in the military, and uh, it and we've been together for seven, almost eight years now, and 
and that's been, that was probably the best thing to come out of the military. <laughs> but, uh, but then, you know, I, uh, I felt that, you know, after the military, I, I, I was looking for a, like another brotherhood, uh, another, you know, group of guys to kind of hang out with and kick it. And I, uh, found independent wrestling and, uh, the Southside School of Pro Wrestling, where I, I met uh, Benjamin Banks, and yes, yes, yes. From there on, man, uh, this, the story kind of writes itself. <laughs> uh, been you know, uh, independent wrestling since then. That's cool. That's a that's a good that's a good history lesson for the loose cannon, Eddie for Cannon. The loose cannon. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, man, we had some good times back at SPW, man. Oh man, it was a ball, a ball, absolute ball. What what's your number one memory of Banks in wrestling school? <laughs> Why don't you share share with these viewers? Oh. <laughs> okay, this is and this is okay. Before I tell the story, this is absolutely not his fault. Uh, oh no, it's his fault. <laughs> you know where I'm going. I think he knows where I'm going with this. Uh, he totally knows. Uh, I can tell by this man's face right here. I. I I got, we were, we were still training, pretty new in training. And I, I wanted to do an elbow drop. But then when I got to the top rope, I, you know, I pointed up, I was, I was ready to fly, ready to, you know, be the macho king. Yeah, I was about to say, you was ready to macho this man. I was. And then I looked at <laughs> he him. He was about to drop them bowls. I looked at him laying there on the mat and, and, and I, and I just mouthed move because I did not, I, I wasn't comfortable landing an elbow drop on someone for the first time. Uh, so I told him to move. Well, when he moved, my elbow hit the mat, and it caused me to punch myself in the head. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah. And, and I almost yeah. knocked myself out uh, <laughs> in class. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I, I definitely remember that. <laughs> but that was, uh, yeah, that was one of the best. That was, because D felt really bad, but I was like, dude, I punched myself, bro. You had nothing to do with this. Yo, I, I used to feel bad about everything. Like, if I slammed somebody, I felt bad. If I punched somebody, well, I felt bad. And, and like, look at you now. You don't care, man. You hand out. <laughs> you don't you care. Yeah, I don't care now. shot people and <laughs> he don't care, man. He's an animal. He is. A lean me. And he's pulling up on you. Now. But yeah, man. So uh, so moving along, let's talk about X-Men animated series now. Oh, yeah. Before well, before we talk about the animated series that we came to, you know, see and love, did you guys ever watch the original X-Men animated series, The Pride of the X-Men? Nah. For real? Uh I I I it's one of those things I went back and watched some, but never originally. No. That's so crazy that so many people have never seen this series. Like I was even talking with Griff about it. Oh yeah, and Griff said, "What's up, Eddie?" Oh, what's up, Griff? And <laughs> and uh, he said he had never watched it. And I'm just like, dang! Like it's a lot of people who never watched this series. Like originally, it was supposed to be the first X Men animated series, but it didn't get picked up because of how some of the characters were being portrayed. Like Wolverine, we all know that he's Canadian, but right. they had uh, an Australian actor playing as wolverine which didn't fly with a lot of fans right and uh, they mi- weren't they kind of like uh the spider-man and uh his amazing friends like that era no that's no that's another cartoon okay. that's a that's a spider-man cartoon this this cartoon came out in 1989 oh. and holy crap yeah and it was supposed to you know become a full tv show but like i said it didn't get picked up and another thing was uh how they portrayed Kitty Pride, like they made her come off as a damsel in distress, and that was something that a lot of fans didn't like either. So the show never got picked up. 
But at least we did get the X Men arcade video game, and everybody loves that game. Oh, that's, a, that's a fact. I, I play that on my uh, Spartan handheld system today. Love that. Love that game. Yeah, I, I mean, shoot, I I got it on my Xbox 360, and whenever I have friends and family come over. I pull out a 360 and we all jump on it. There you go. So she said. (laughs) So moving along to the X-Men animated series that we began watching, like this show, it was just so awesome. Like with the theme song, like as soon as it started, like I got, I got as excited over the X-Men theme as a child. It was, it was like, it was like, the Ultimate Warrior was coming out. This is yeah, the kind real. of feeling in my body when that show come on. Hey, next next to Goosebumps, it was the ultimate theme song of the nineties, in my agree, opinion. Goosebumps well, was on it. Well, hold on, Rondell, because Spider Man animated series had a sweet theme song. Yeah, but too. not like this, bro. Oh, not uh, like come on. Spider Man did have a pretty good one too. I mean, it's iconic, you know, because literally everybody knows the Spider Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah, but we had that guitar. That that da, 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 but this this X Men theme song, it's great. How old were we all in 1992 when this series started? I was about to say I was like five. I was five. Four or five. I was five yeah. years old. Yep, five years old watching X Men the animated series. Who was your favorite character out there, Eddie? Uh, I, I think most people would have to say Wolverine, but I'm going to. I was about to say at five, definitely Wolverine. Really? You know, but that's I that's, that's crazy. Like cool. so many people, I, I like the way he. Uh, I like the way his, his. I liked his accent. Honestly, I thought he was cool. I thought it was kind of funny that he always flirted with Rogue, even though it's like, yo, as soon as she kisses you, bro, you're you're in bad shape. But he didn't care. He, didn't he was going to risk it all. <laughs> he didn't Dude, and he had killer sideburns. He was amazing. Hey, Bob. <laughs> now, my favorite character was Cyclops. That's what I was up. about to say. Cyclops was my favorite character. A lot of people liked Wolverine, but it was just something about Cyclops. He was cool. Yeah, he was cool. Oh, but Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Cyclops was the cool guy. I mean, he was like the he was the leader of the team. And he had G- yeah, 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 exactly. He was like the jock dude. Yeah. Well, what? I thought him and Storm were the leader of the team. Well, the Storm's Storm. over blue team. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, they, yeah, the blue team and red team. That's right. Uh, you know, Cyclops, he was my favorite character until Nightcrawler came on the scene. Oh, yeah. Because Nightcrawler, man, that teleportation and everything, like, it was a lot of religious stuff going on with Nightcrawler back in the day, you know? I mean, I felt for him. Like, he had it very hard because not only was he a mutant, but he was blue and... Everybody thought he was a demon and whatnot. And, so. and, and he was an orphan, you know? I, I always had a soft spot for Nightcrawler, too, because uh, of the sympathy the character Nightcrawler drew. Yeah. And, like, how crazy was it finding out that Mystique was his mom? As a child, my mind was blown, because I never really put together <laughs> that they were both blue, so it could be a possibility. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think about it back then, man. And then it's like, I mean, because we knew that rogue was mystique's adoptive daughter and then night you find out that nightcrawler is her son so it's just like oh snap nightcrawler and nightcrawler and rogue are siblings right, in a way right you know mystique had a crazy web of storylines throughout that whole series oh yeah and- i think uh all the quote-unquote bad you know, villain type things were there weren't villains yeah they you know? weren't really villains like they like Magneto just wanted mutants to be able to do whatever they wanted without being 
you know, treated wrongly. And well, until he took it to like extreme measures. Yeah, wanted to kill everybody. Kill everybody. <laughs> right, <laughs> Here's the right. difference. I think the cool thing about the animated series versus um, like the movies and stuff that we've gotten is I really enjoy Beast in the series yeah. way more than they've done with him in the movies. And um, Gambit. Oh, yeah, man. Gambit, Gambit was always super cool. It's a shame that they haven't been able to... That Gambit movie's still coming out, man. <laughs> they really haven't been able to bring him into, you know, the Hollywood universe. But um, even uh, Jubilee, like, she was cool. Yeah. And you don't really see her. Right. I like the Jubilee character because, in a way, you kind of got to see what it was like becoming a mutant through a child. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that was the that was the first episode. Like, yeah, where pretty much she learns that she got abilities and and that her parents they sold her out. Yeah, hey, yeah, play the video they game. The, the poor kid fries the arcade. And then uh, we get that scene where the Sentinels. It's like they come to the mall, and it's like the Sentinels didn't care. Like they were, I think I didn't one of them. I think Wolverine had cut one's head off, and they went flying through the mall or something like that. No. Yeah. He never didn't cut nobody's head off. The Sentinels, think. because they were robots. Yeah, but I don't still don't recall them like chopping a head off. Well, bro, it's it's kind of it's like Samurai Jack. You can get away with murder if it's a robot. Same thing with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at the time. They were able to kill the foot soldiers because they were all robots. Yes, true. So you could get away with that stuff. But yeah, I mean, like going back to Gambit, like it's like the first episode you see Gambit. He was talking with the girl in the mall. She didn't even know he was a mutant. Yep. And then as soon as he used his powers, Norm, it's like no. Norm and Rogue are just shopping like they're normal. Yeah, it's like you thought that they were just normal people until they started using their powers, not. and then people started hating. Like that's one of the things that I loved about this series was it's like the stuff that the mutants had to go through, and like the messages that they were trying to teach others, especially like Professor X, the X Men in general. It's like they were just. They just wanted everybody to live together as one and, you know, love and peace. Whereas Magneto, he was just like, nah, screw this. It's like mutants is taking over. All y'all normal people need to be in concentration camps and stuff like that. I mean, because Magneto was Well, that's what they're trying to do to them, though. But yeah, Magneto. Like, in all fairness. Yeah, they, that's what some humans, normal people, wanted to do. Because you had some normal people. God, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I already know what well, this You didn't even know what I was going to say. Oh, I know what you was going to say. What was I going to say? Go some ahead. people like mutants. Okay. Some people don't like mutants. No. What kind of mutants do no, you like? No, I wasn't going to say that. I was he gonna, said, I like all I was going to say there are some people that like mutants, and there are some mutants that like people. But I'm a, I'm a person that loves all mutants. There we go. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> oh god yeah travis loves r kelly for some odd reason i don't know why oh. yeah. <laughs> he said, yeah. okay. See, you know that's cool it's not cool <laughs> I, no, I, i'm not gonna lie i was i was feeling the i believe i can fly i, I was a big space jam fan yeah. Oh no, R. Kelly, the artist is is amazing. I just can't listen to the music no more. Yeah, I can't listen to the music it's anymore. Not the same. It's not the yes, same, especially when agree. you know. Completely agree. Especially when you know, like the, the reasons why he was making the songs. And um, I mean, for me as a huge R. Kelly fan, it it really sucks that I can I can't enjoy this man's music like. The Love Letter album was on repeat. TP2.com was always on repeat. Mm-hmm. Chocolate Factory, 12 Play. I mean, I could. 
I'm a huge R. Kelly fan, but, but not, not no, no more. more not Robert. no more. <laughs> so moving along. Yeah, moving along. What were some of you guys' favorite um, arcs from the TV show that they covered? Oh man, uh, we we really, in a way, in one way or another, we honestly got some of the best story arcs from definitely from X Men because I mean we had uh you know we had Days of Future Past the episode mm-hmm. with uh, uh, Warlock Bishop. when he comes back and Bishop right uh you know so. I honestly, I I would have to say Days of Future Past was probably my favorite. I uh, I really like the one. Uh, I'm not. I'm blanking on the name of the episode, but uh, the episode where uh, more or less it's kind of like the Age of Apocalypse. Actually, uh, it was called One Man's Worth, and uh, you know Professor Xavier was dead, and all the mutant mutants were being led by Magneto, and they were actually yeah humanity. Which was, you know, because you saw different looks of all the X-Men that were still alive, and they weren't necessarily good guys anymore. So I I thought that was pretty interesting, uh, because you got to see a different side of Wolverine. Uh, You know, Magneto was pretty much still Magneto. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, same. Even, like, when you were saying some of the storytelling, I think as far as, like, an animated series that has, like, X number episodes and isn't like this, long ongoing for several years thing this is probably like the best storytelling as far as american cartoons go in my opinion it even starts off like with a bang like it immediately goes into an arc oh yeah. you know what i with, mean with, with, uh, the, with morph the fourth and like the episode you know the x-men are fighting you know uh saber and magneto and and it kind of just took us on a roll right from the beginning Dude, for sure. That's yeah. what I'm saying, man. I like, was I was scared of Sabretooth when I was a kid. Oh, me too, man. Me too. Yeah, absolutely. I was also kind of scared like, of Avalanche because like that I don't know why, but he he kind of intimidated me. Even Pyro. I mean, cuz like the dude could literally set you on fire. See, I like Pyro because I, I don't know why, but it was like if I had a power, that I would like that one. Like Pyro, he was he was cool when uh they when they finally introduced him in the X-Men movie. And it was it was one line that he had said in that movie that always stuck with me. And it was when the cops had came to Iceman's house and he was like, you know, those mutants that you always hear about on TV. Well, I'm one. one of them. And then he yep. started shooting fire at everybody. I was you like, know oh, what's crazy snap. is about about him. What? Remember, he was the main guy in Animorphs. No, that was Iceman. Oh, that's Ice. Yeah, yeah, Iceman right. is the that's main right. guy from Animorphs. Well, he was the main guy from Animorphs. And, and you know, that's one thing that I loved about this series was it's like you had your main X-Men, but then it's like you had a lot of cameos from mutants that used to be X-Men or Iceman, they just made cameos Angel, up there. Bishop, uh, Havoc was in a few. Yeah, you, got to, you did get a huge experience of mutants from across the board. Even Deadpool was on one episode. Like it was, it was very quick. But they even made um, a mutant the, for the show. Oh, Morph! You know the guy that was made. Yeah, that's <laughs> bro. That's why I was just about to say Morph. Like it was a scene where Morph was just turning into a bunch of mutants, and he turned into Deadpool. Yep. And at this time, you know, Deadpool he wasn't you know a popular character, right. but it's still cool that Deadpool was on X Men the animated series. And speaking of Morph, like you said, like he was a character that was created just for that show, but he hasn't been in any X-Men media since 
X-Men the animated series. And there were other characters created on the show too. I believe um, Lady Deathstrike was one of them. And that was uh, one of the episodes that I was going to say was one of my favorites was when you find out more about Wolverine's past and you find out that the doctor that was working on Wolverine in that show was Lady Deathstrike's uh, father and that Lady Deathstrike and Wolverine, they were a couple before everything went down. So I thought that that was really cool. Actually, the morph story arc was a really good one. You know, I, I felt really bad that we lost an X-Men to the Sentinels so early. And as a yeah. kid, I was like, oh, man, like that. The first episode, bro. And, you know, that, that like, I, I don't, I have no idea who this X-Men is, but I already feel bad that we've lost him. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, that's what, that's that great storytelling, man. And then, but then. And then what was it, like a season later? He's working for Sinister. Yeah, he was yeah. on Mr. Sinister. And it's like that. And it's like swerve as a child, my mind was blown. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> he had he had that chip it. Like when he was working with Mr. Sinister, he looked like a drug addict. Like his eyes were dark. Like he had yep. bags around his eyes and everything. Like he he looked completely different. But you know, he did have his redemption and he made up for it by uh, you know, helping out Wolverine right. because it's like Wolverine Morph was Wolverine's best friend. I think I think Wolverine was the only person that really cared about him the most out of, you know, every out of all of the other people on the X-Men team. If you look at the emotional uh reactions, Morph's like Wolverine did seem to take it the hardest. You're right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wolverine's an emotional character. That's very yeah, though, you know what I mean? Wolverine is a loose cannon. Definitely. Yeah, for real. Like remember like he was pissed. He was pissed at Cyclops because Cyclops wanted to retreat. Right. And at that at that time, well, he thought he was he, at that on. time. Hold on, he, hold on, real quick. Any at, excuse he has to lash out at, at Cyclops, Cyclops, yeah, so he gonna take yeah. it. But it's like you gotta think. Like Cyclops wanted to retreat. Morph at the time, everybody thought died, and then Beast ended up getting captured. You know what I'm saying? So, but Wolverine's got himself in uh, some situations. But he where, don't like to talk about that. But though. he don't. But he he's needed some saving a couple <laughs> that times. Is true. Yeah, a couple that times is true. he needed some saving. Now, uh, one of my favorite. I can't just pick an episode, but I like how they have like the whole Phoenix saga. I wanted to and bring it that snowballs up. into you know the Dark Phoenix stuff that gave us the notorious Wolverine meme. Yeah, but like he was holding the picture. Yeah. He was holding the picture, <laughs> but. Oh, That's geez. definitely, and we're talking about this is a good fifteen episodes from like the Phoenix Saga till you know the Dark Phoenix stuff. That I mean, they just kind of snowball into each other, and it's it's really good. Yeah. It's probably my favorite portion of X Men. Yeah, it did go on for a pretty long time. Like man. back then, that's a long time, right? But and, you and know, to continue a story for a kid earlier, Trav. Like they, they, this was great storytelling, and they weren't afraid to take on multiple episodes to tell us the story. And I think we were really invested as kids. Uh, you know, we weren't we weren't glued to a phone or a computer or anything like that. Like Saturday yeah. morning cartoons were our shit. Yeah. And then you would go outside and play with your friends and say, I'm Wolverine. Oh, oh yeah, okay. definitely. Like, I remember it's like you had to play you had to play rock, paper, scissors. Now you remember when you would argue with somebody, it's like, I just cut you and you're like, no, you didn't, I move. Yeah. It's like, nah, bro, I cut you. <laughs> you just arguing about the, this fake cut that right. um, like, I, I would remember you had gambit to... on the playground and you know nobody wants yeah. yeah, like, guy. multiple people wanted to be gambit it's like no I'm gambit no I'm gambit no you can be cyclops I don't want to be cyclops I want to be gambit and then fights would break out and then but everybody would cheat when you're gambit because you're like oh I hit you with a card no you didn't 
No, you didn't. No, you didn't. And we were I so, moved. We were throwing sticks at each other and everything. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, man, we used to have rock fights. <laughs> nah, we weren't doing all that. Man. Yeah, we had rock fights in my neighborhood. You, you had your team. The other team was over there, and good luck to you. I'm with travel. <laughs> I'm with travel. This when I grew up in the middle of Tennessee. Yeah, we had a lot of rock and stick fights, man. <laughs> exactly. Nah, we just we just fought each other in the hood. So in the hood. If you guys, yeah, we just fought. Yeah, where we it just, won't all good. Yeah, it won't all good. We just fought each other. <laughs> just, but even even you know, I'll skip forward just for a second. Even like the last episode, like the whole grad uh, graduation day. Yeah. I think is what it's called. Right. The fact that you know, spoiler alert, they kill off Professor um, X. Yeah, and Magneto becomes and, the leader. And Magne- well, and Magneto like is stops his you know um attack on you know the people to uh, out of respect for professor x and i guess kind of changes well i mean it's kind of up in the air you don't really know but it was just kind of cool man seeing like some sort of summary you know like even if they picked it up from right there it's like you they left off at a good point that it could be an ending but it could lead to a whole nother chapter you know what i mean yeah I wanted to. Sorry for anybody that hasn't, you know, seen the final episode of the animated series. Now you know. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you've had since what? It ended in '96 or something. '97. <laughs> you know, you've only had 30 years to see it. So yeah, that's on them. But yeah, one of the cool things that I liked about this series as well was the fact that it spawned other marvel tv shows like uh, spider-man the animated series the incredible hulk tv show um the fantastic four and the iron man tv show as well um one of the biggest crossovers was when they appeared on spider-man and i thought it was so cool because it's like you had two of my favorite marvel comic cartoons at the time you know, on one oh, on one episode, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Fox was killing it back Fox then, was killing it, man. And it, it was just cool because it's like, you know, like how we was talking about earlier with Spider-Man. Spider-Man had that amazing intro, man. And then you had the X-Men. The, my only bone to pick with the crossover is how much they changed up the X-Men. Yeah, they didn't look like the X-Men. And I get, you know, now that I'm an adult, I see, well, you know, it's different drawing styles and stuff like that. But they even changed, like, hair color and, like, accessory. It it went a little too far. But it's like, but when you went back to watching X-Men, though, it's like they were still, they didn't change the style with that. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, of course not. They just changed it for 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 Spider-Man. Liberties were taken during Spider-Man, yeah. But it was still cool. Um, Absolutely. Another cool little tidbit that um, I had read that X-Men was the most, had the most episodes of any animated show on TV until Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man came and I... (laughs) And that's what she said. I don't know if you can count Spider-Man Unlimited with the original Spider-Man, but... I do. I do, because it was almost continued, really. Yeah, but we never, I mean, Spider-Man, I mean, like, that's another topic that we'll talk about on another episode, but it's just one of those things where it never got a proper ending, you know what I'm saying? At least X-Men got that that good season finale where it's just like, okay, you know that this is the end. It's been on for all these years, and it's like, we got we to gotta go out on a high. Unlike some of the cartoons that we've talked about before, like Batman the Animated Series. I gotta ask you guys, we talked about favorite X-Men, or favorite mutants. Uh, what what is your favorite villain that's a mutant? Oh, dude, definitely when I was growing up, Sabretooth. Yeah, 
I had to go with hands ju- down. I would have to go with Juggernaut because Juggernaut, Juggernaut, was, Juggernaut cool. was just sitting there tossing people around. I know it's like around. a joke now with the Juggernaut <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. But back in the animated series, this man like run through walls Bro, and yeah. stuff. He looked he looked like a human rhinoceros. Like I thought it was so cool when uh, when Colossus finally yeah. appeared and like. Colossus, Colossus was going toe to toe with Juggernaut, bro. man. Yeah. Like that was that was awesome at the time, bro. I love Colossus and um Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, he was cool in I that. I thought too. they did a great job with Colossus and Deadpool. And then Juggernaut was in Deadpool too, too. Yeah, you know? but I prefer the Juggernaut in the X Men verse. Where he was just slinging people around, yeah. and it's like we have to remove his helmet in order yeah, for, exactly. for us yeah, to yeah, stop yeah. him. Because it's like if he picks up enough momentum, there ain't no stop. Ain't no stop. And then he gonna man. roll up on you. So who was yours? Uh, I I don't think this the the original or the animated series did him justice, but we did get to see him in the uh, animated series, and that's Omega Red. Yeah, yeah. Omega Red, like yeah, he was pretty cool up there. Yeah, but man. like you said, just in the animated series, right, right. So just didn't get the cool factor that he probably. Should have got. If, if we had to go straight animated series, I would have probably have to go with Magneto. Uh, because in one of the early episodes, like uh, Banks brought up earlier, Beast got captured when Morph, uh, you know, Morph disappeared for a little while. Uh, and a few episodes later, Magneto pulls the jail wall off. Uh-huh. To get, I know and, he, and he tells Beast, "You can leave." And Beast says, "No, I'm waiting my trial." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like for one, I'm like that guy's an idiot. I don't care how smart. You are. That was dumb. Nah, he just wanted to go about it through the the proper channels, you know, the, man. That's no, what that, Professor X had pretty much breached. I was about yeah. to say that means he was a good student of Xavier. However, if Magneto had pulled the wall off the jail for me, I've been like, let's go, Brotherhood of me. Yeah, I'm joining you, Magneto. <laughs> I'll say this though, um, and because they kind of resembled Magneto, obviously purposely, but dude, man, them Sentinels were sick. Yeah, like, especially yeah. the giant one. Uh, I don't know Hulk. why, but it's like Astro when I was a kid, Hulk. like I thought that I thought that Magneto and the Sentinels were working together. Because, yeah, that's because why, of the same colors. Because they kind of they definitely resemble each other. Right. I mean, same they pr- practically got the same helmet, same color scheme, same helmet. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I was always a fan of the Sentinels growing up. Yeah. Like, like I said, especially you know the giant one, where I was like, dude, these things. Which you know, they're, to me, they're messing the X Men up that right really now. Really frightened me. Uh, the Master Mold when he became like sentient and realized what he even was in the doing. video games when you had to fight. That's him. That's why I was about to bring up. <laughs> I mean, so, it was did hard, you, so bro. you got did you play that X Men video game that was on the SNES? Yes, yes. Did you play it, Trav? No, nah, like I that played one, the one on uh, Genesis. X Men Two. Uh-huh. Yeah, you had X Men Two. Like you had um, X Men. The X Men Two, which uh, had characters from the TV show up there, and then on the SNES, you had X Men. I believe it was Age of Apocalypse or yes, something like yes, that. Yes, it was Age of Apocalypse. It was Age of Apocalypse, and like it featured characters from the show. And it's like all of the characters looked like they came straight from the TV show, and it was so cool, like playing with your favorite characters from the show. And video games, man, like they were harder back then, right? Because like you, like you started off on one on like Muir Island, right? And you had to yeah. fight Sauron like almost right off the bat. Yeah. Now, see, my favorite X Men game growing up was the one on Game Gear. 
Just X Men? I know. Yeah, I played that before too. I wasn't really a fan of. Oh that man, one, I loved it because I mean, pretty. You could take it on the road. You got to play. You. Yeah, and on top of that, you played as Wolverine or Cyclops because. Magneto had stolen everybody, and then you retrieve them. Yeah, because it what, wasn't Rogue, Rogue and Iceman. Oh, yeah, I do. I remember that You got that Nightcrawler game. Yeah. eventually and stuff like that, yeah. and then you could switch those guys. You could switch your characters out yeah. as you got them. Man, I, I was a huge fan of the Game Gear one. Yeah, but then we finally got that X-Men Children of the Atom that came Man, out in the what, arcade. That's what you that's like. When it, that's when it got real, yo. Yeah. Like, I remember I used to love playing with Iceman. I was just... Drop the giant ice. Drop the giant. The giant ice balls on people, and like they were, they were giant. They were big, (laughs) (laughs) for real. Like these were giant balls of ice just falling on people's heads, and I used to just spam that as a kid. Used to love that. And then we finally got that X Men versus Street Fighter. Woo! I see. I I never got into the X Men versus Street Fighter. I, I just what? Never did. That game was awesome, man. I used to love teaming up uh, Wolverine and Sabretooth and Cyclops and Reeve, man. Like, that game was sweet when I was a kid, yo. Sweet. My favorite X-Men game, and I wasn't necessarily a kid anymore. Uh, I probably was in middle school or high school. But uh, an X-Men game come out very similar to the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games. And... uh, you saved a student named Magma, and you know she was becoming a mutant. And you pretty much got to pick any X Men you wanted to be. And then they made a sequel, which was uh, you had to take on Apocalypse, and you could use the good guys and bad guys together. And that was probably my favorite. I can't remember what they're called. It's called X Men Legends. There I, it is. I, I was about to bring up X Men. I never, yeah. I never played any of the X Men Legends games, but I used to hear so many good things about, it, especially X Men Legends too. Right. I guess it depends. What were you playing it on? Uh, PlayStation. Okay, I was about to say, I'm sure people were playing it on GameCube. was like, yeah. Was it on GameCube? Yeah, it's on PS2. I know it was on PS2 and Xbox. Yeah, it was on GameCube too, but just like those games that when they would come out on all three, the GameCube ones always got the short end of the stick. Yeah, they didn't get all the characters. Unfortunately, that's almost still the same situation with Nintendo, unfortunately. Yeah, but hey, but Nintendo they they dropping them exclusives though. They are now. Now Probably. they about to have a Marvel Ultimate Alliance three up there, I, and this and this is the first time in years that you're seeing X Men characters in a video game because remember what the whole deal with, uh, with Marvel Fox and Pop, Capcom yeah. couldn't reach a deal. Yeah, so it's like they just kind of killed the characters out, and that's why some of the X Men characters weren't in Marvel vs Capcom three, which sucks. It's crazy. How long it's been since we've got a good X Men game though? I know the last X Men game that came out was X Men Destiny, and yeah, that game uncanny. was tra- and that trash. game was trash. I I still haven't beat it. It's like whenever I pull my 360 out, it's like I start playing it. And no, I'm just it's, like man, it's so bad. You know, it's, it's Banks, really bad. I actually brought that game up in class one day, and you warned me not to get it. You're like, dude, you're gonna be disappointed. Yeah, it was. <laughs> It was so trash, bad. man. No, and, I and, and I mean, never, there are some people that probably do like it, but it's it, it got a lot of bad reviews because it it felt like it was a PS2 game. Oh, that's exactly what it felt like. You, it was like from the graphics to the controls, like the checkpoints in the game. They didn't make any sense. It's like if you died, you had to go way back to the last checkpoint, and it's like, come on, man. It's like it was very tedious. <laughs> Damn, glad I didn't get that one. I was really yeah, so- pointed in uh, 
X-Men the movie, the video game, where you were like... Oh, those... That was bad, too, to me. Yeah, I never played it, but I heard... With, like, Wolverine on the cover? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you got to be, like, Wolverine, yeah. Nightcrawler. It actually had Hugh Jackman on the cover. Yeah. Like, yes, yes, it did. Yep. Very it was war- You got to play as Wolverine, Nightcrawler, and uh, Iceman, right? Yes, yeah. Now, and this is completely off topic. Now, let me tell you a game, a movie game that was off the chain, because the X-Men one sucked. The X-Men Origins Wolverine? Spider-Man. Oh, yes. Are you talking despite the first Spider-Man movie yes. game? Yeah, the first one and the second one was the really fir- good. Yeah, but specifically that first one on PlayStation. Oh, woo! you talking? About, oh, you talking about the original Spider-Man game? To be completely honest with you, I have not yet. I have yet to play a bad Spider-Man game. I've enjoyed them all. I played some bad. Oh, Spider-Man I was about to say I played some bad ones. Like bro. Spider, like Spider-Man Three was pretty like, bad. There's some bad. Ones. Oh, see, I, I don't think I played that one. That might be one. <laughs> see. Like, bro, like, when Spider-Man 3 came out, like, it was at the end of the PS2 era. Um, It was on the Xbox 360 and I believe the PS3. And it was like, at the time, you you thought that, you know, Spider-Man 2 was really good. Spider-Man 3 is just going to be even more amazing than Spider-Man 2. But it was filled it with won't. glitches, bugs. Just like the movie. Yeah, it was it was really bad, man. And there was another one, um, Spider-Man Friend or Foe. That one... It was just a beat 'em up game. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. Bro. It came out on the 360 and PS3 and PS2, and it didn't. It, wasn't it, that on the PSP as well? Yeah, it was a beat 'em up game. Right. With, uh, I took that to Iraq with me, and I think that probably is the reason I don't consider it a bad game because it helped me pass so much time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're limited, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I get it. So you got a good excuse there, sir. Yeah. Were there any other X? I mean, I mean, I know that the X Men games have been. Far and few between. I mean, they've like, got a good, you know, ten to fifteen games. It's just that the bulk of them came out, you know, in the nineties. Yeah, and then they just really haven't been able to transcend well to the next gen consoles. Yeah, I remember there was this one X Men game, and it was based off of the animated series, and pretty much it was a shooter. Dog, yeah. you gotta stop there. <laughs> it was a, it was a shooter, like pretty much. Magneto hired you, and he wanted you to join the Brotherhood of Mutant. And hold on, he bro. had. Are you about to look it up? I'm looking yeah, it up. Like, you it was keep trash. talking about this game. It was trash. It, like it was a shooting game, and pretty much you had to kill the X Men. And yet you were just a a guy with a gun. But of course, <laughs> it didn't do well. I mean, who wants to play a game where you're shooting the X Men? It's like I want to play as the X Men. Like it was, it was just bad. Man. Yeah, glad I missed that one too. <laughs> it, it it was only on the PC too. Did you find it, Trev? No, but what's it called? Yeah, it, it only that's a, it only came out on the PC. There it is. <laughs> so, so yeah, going back to the the series though, what do you think was like? The end all be all for the series, as far as like what gravitated you to the series. Uh, I was very lucky to uh, to have parents that just really just work their tail off to give me a really a really happy childhood. Uh, I I I had X Men figures, like pretty, like I pretty much had X Men figures as soon as I got into X Men, and it was like I I loved the toys, and the more the the, like I was a big action figure kid, like I, oh yeah, from wrestlers to Ninja Turtles, 
I think every 90s kid was a big action figure kid. Yeah. And not so much anymore for these kids coming up. Well, also, hey, well, we, like still, we still... For an action figure now, too. It's like, whoa. I remember when these things were like five bucks. Yeah, and it's like, now you're paying 20 to $30. It's like, I guess we're, we're just big kids now because we still collect... We still buy toys, but they're collectibles. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't yeah. play with them. <laughs> yeah, I tell my daughter all the time, no, those are dad's toys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I... But yeah, yeah man, for me, Avengers too. So, <laughs> yeah, man, for me, I don't know what it is, man, but the the drawing style of the X Men animated series. Uh, here we go. It just it still to this day, man, is it might be the best drawn animated series of all time. I thought you was about to bring up that that uh that picture mm-hmm. of of Rogue sitting out on the ground and apocalypse nah bro you know what i'll talk about it's a meme but it nah it it all looks good man i'm pretty sure it did i love this animated series drawing style man i just doesn't get better enough praise it doesn't man it's so good i mean i feel like i mean we've talked about this before about like the cartoons that we had when we were growing up compared to the cartoons that we have now. Yeah. It's like definitely when we was growing up, it felt like they're so lazy now. Yeah. They put more into these cartoons and the animation when we were, especially now that we know that, okay, they hand drew these and they're by frames. And the fact, how many man hours went in the drawing, just the little things that they had to do. I mean, we're talking about, Tens of thousands of hours of drawing yeah. that these guys did. Drawing and inking. Man, it's just, I, I got a heavy appreciation for it. It's not trash. I'm putting my stamp on it right now. <laughs> and just kudos to that whole team and everybody. Yeah. And, I completely, man, they just did such a fantastic job. I, for, I drew a lot of inspiration from the X-Men and, and the 90s Spider-Man. Uh, my, yeah, yeah. My... Uh, my major is actually animation and design. Uh, so like that's, that was a two, uh, two got uh, two shows and cartoons that I drew a lot off of during school to uh, be like, yeah, man, this is how I need to learn how to do this. Well, and it's funny because a lot of people are going back to this style. I don't know if you saw a couple things and this is completely unrelated to X-Men, but related to, how great the drawing was in the 90s. If anybody saw the new Rocco's Modern Life movie trailer and the Invader nah, yeah. Zim trailer, yeah. it's authentic to the cartoons we had growing up. Nice. And there's a new season of Rugrats that's coming out in 2020 For real? that is authentic to the same style from the 90s. That's great. I didn't even know that, man. And the fact that, you know, if anybody saw the the new Dark Crystal trailer and announcement it's all puppeteer stuff. It's no it's CGI. Not CGI. It's yeah. it's actual puppeteers and stuff. And it really seems like people are willing to invest the money into making it authentic as possible. And I really hope you know animation in general goes, goes that way because it's Cartoon Network is all flash animation, and then anime is all digital now. And yeah. it's like I, I feel you really don't get that that, that drawing style, style anymore. Yeah. Yeah, for me, um, one of the biggest things that I took away from the series was the branching storylines with um, that w- that was going on in the series and the character development, like seeing Cyclops grow. 
from the first episode into the uh, finale, and then same with Wolverine and like the hatred that they that they had. They like, put it aside. like pretty much, it was it was just like uh, Captain America and Iron Man and uh, Avengers movies. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like you know, even though Cyclops, well, not, even but, though, but the opposite in a way because. They like they really hated each other. Well, they start off as hating each other, and yeah. then they finally slowly become... they realize I really don't like them, but it's still a brotherhood. Whereas Captain America and Tony Stark is they like each other and they had a falling out. Yeah, and now they can't stand each other. Yeah, but eventually they eh. get back together. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, the character development and the branching storylines through the entire series, and you know, just finding out like different characters past, like you know why they were like this like there was one episode with gambit where it's like you find out like he used to be a thief and whatnot and a a gang of thieves yeah i remember that one yeah and it's like he was supposed to get married to uh this she broke his heart she broke his heart and everything but it was like they had to get married now and i remember rogue and that girl they ended up fighting each other because rogue she had she had feelings for gambit like it took a couple of seasons but that's why and when you were talking about character v- development, I was going to bring up Rogue that you see like the struggle with her unique uh, an ability that isn't helpful, but is helpful at times. It's it really it's like, everybody her. other's ability kind of hinders them from yeah. normal society. Her ability completely shuns her from society a thousand percent. She can't have a relationship with somebody. Yeah. But because of X-Men animated series, because I, I believe originally, and anybody that's listening to this, they can correct me if I'm wrong, but Rogue in the comics, like, she wasn't the same as the Rogue in X-Men Animated Series because the Rogue in X-Men Animated Series, she got all of her power from Miss Marvel. Right. I believe the Rogue right. in the comics was just somebody It's like, you know, she could take people's mutant abilities and whatnot, but that, that was cool, too, at the time because I didn't even know who Miss Marvel was back then. Yeah. And, like, you know, she had a cameo up there, and you find out that mystique was manipulating rogue this whole time because of the power that she had and she was rogue was fighting with the demons that it's like i pretty much stole i pretty much stole this woman's life like i have her memories i have her abilities and it's like you see that miss marvel has been in the hospital for years because rogue stole her power so again like i said the character development with all of the characters on the show was great. Even the villains too. Like the villains had very good character development as well. And it's like, they weren't just one-off villains. And that's what, well, that's the cool thing about X-Men. Well, I, well, I was about to say, that's the cool thing about a lot of the nineties cartoons that we had, because it's like a lot of villains, like they weren't one-off villains. It's like, you will always see them. They were recurring. You will see them come back down the line. I mean, going to Batman animated series, it's like you always had the Joker coming back, coming back, coming back. But then you had your episodes with Mr. Freeze. And it's like, you know, he would appear a few times, but it's like when he did appear, his episodes, they meant something. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's one thing that I took away from X-Men animated series. I, uh, and I'm with you guys on that. The depth of the storylines, uh, and they tackled like elements that as a kid were kind of hard to understand, but X-Men made it easy to understand, you know, from, from time travel and alternate timelines, even to the more serious stuff with, with, I mean, just the blatant racism against mutants. And and when you, when you want to start bringing up Genosha, I mean, that's human trafficking that we were watching happen to mutants. Yeah. You know, and 
they they were slaves. They were slaves on the island to work. And it's those were yeah. very complex ideas to present to children. They did it and they did it beautifully because I understood what was going on. Yeah. It's like you were never confused by anything that was going on in the show. You knew when something was wrong and you knew when something was right. You knew when people were being racist. You knew when people were trying to help mutants and stuff like that. So it was a lot to take away from this from this cartoon as a kid. And like that's the reason why it's still held up so high by so many people because of everything that you could learn from this show. As it goes back to what you were saying about Beast earlier. It's like Beast, he had the opportunity to escape, but he's just like, no, I'm just going to wait out my trial because that's the right thing to do. And then he ended up getting off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So another great character hmm. development that wasn't a mutant in the show, in my opinion, is Senator Kelly. From, I was about to bring yeah. that up. From too. hating mutants to being like, hey, man, and thanks, guys. I appreciate you saving me again. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, he was always getting saved because Magneto was always trying always to kill him. Always trying to get him. Yeah, it's, Senator Kelly was the the hot target, man. <laughs> As he should be. You but, know, I mean, this. Why wouldn't Magneto want to take this man out? He's leading the charge. You know, against against, against, against destroying mutants. State of New York, and he is the senator of New York. The laws that will affect Magneto. So completely understandable. Didn't Senator Kelly try to run for president? Nah, the. There was a woman that was the president on Excellent Animated Series, yeah, right? It was, yes. Yeah. And that was that was cool at the time because it's like it wasn't a lot of shows where like, it's like you you had a woman president. Very few things, if any at all. The X-Men were were brave. <laughs> one thing uh, you got one thing oh, I go didn't ahead. really know uh until I was actually looking uh, up some stuff to get on here with you guys. I kind of like always assumed like the X-Men, the animated series was in the same timeline as like the rest of Marvel. But it, it actually, the animated series happened on its own Earth and it's yeah. actually part of the Earth that's the main Marvel universe. And I didn't actually know that until here recently. I was like, oh, okay. Now, um, I didn't even know that till you just brought it up. But something that I wanted to bring up and... um you know, since we're getting kind of towards the end of this thing, is, and a lot of cartoons did this in the 90s, where the air date that they're aired isn't necessarily the order that you would watch the show yeah. in. Yep. And, the, and this is kind of the downfall of the X-Men series. If you're supposed to go off of the script order, it's just completely nuts as far as air date versus the order you should watch them in. Now, I've never watched them in the order that um, they're, they want you to watch them in yeah. versus the order that they're in. But, I mean, you look when you look at this script order and you start really getting into it, I mean, when you pretty much hit, you know, the later seasons, it is all over the place. So it's, yeah. not, it's not going in the order that it's supposed to be. It's like, we're just going to put this story out. Well, have you ever noticed? Well, so, you know, they always did before the episode air, like they would show a couple episode uh, recaps. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes you would get to an episode and they would show recaps from episodes that happened five, six episodes back. Mm. And it's like, and I, dude, that happened like that was, two months ago. That was actually because they got so backed up that two different studios were drawing 
Oh yeah, see, I didn't know that either. I I, I, I looked, I did a little bit of research before I got on here with you guys, and when I found that out, I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's why the time. Like I'm looking even at some of this stuff here. It's like episode sixty seven that aired is actually episode thirty six, and it's like, dude, like what are you doing? Right, it's because that's when they got it in. Some episodes sat on a shelf for two years before they aired. I wonder why why they did that though. Well, because like he had said, you know, oh, because of the studios. Yeah, you know, studios you got too were many, drawing, and, and they, too many Indians and not enough chiefs. Uh, you know, hey, running the show. Exactly what it was. They had way too many Indians and not enough chiefs. That's. I mean, it's the same problem that you have in the cinematic universe now. Is you've even seen the people who did the new Spider Man had no idea what was going to happen in Endgame. So whatever cordulates doesn't necessarily. If it happens, it's coincidence. Yeah. But it's not necessarily going to piggyback off of the other one because these studios aren't in communication with each other with what's going on. And those are things I don't like. And they, and they should be. Exactly. They should be. Everybody from. Yeah. Like, should be you need to set it up properly. They're as the same page as the Avengers. Hey, do you guys remember when uh, Pizza Hut and oh, yeah. the X Men. I already know where you're they, going with this. Yes. They, part, they partnered up. Yeah. You could get the X Men comics. How cool was Pizza Hut in the 90s? Oh, yeah. From the PlayStation was, demos to them teaming up with X Men and Spider Man like, and yeah. all the cool things the Pizza Hut would do. Demos. I was like, yeah. Dude, Pizza Hut and Burger King had the coolest like team up things. That BK. What were they called? BK Kids? Yeah, the BK yeah, Kids. The yeah. the B- you had the Kids Club. The Kids Club. Yeah. Man, they did some awesome mashups, too. Like, yeah. they had one BK teamed up with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Yeah, with the, when the second movie came out, and yeah, man, but Pizza Hut. But you got to, I, I want to say this, too, about Pizza Hut, and like you said, with Burger King, the food was a whole lot better in the 90s. That's what you think? It, I think it it's because they made it look nah, cooler than it was. I don't know, guys. I think it, we're starting to get on a trend of everything was better in the 90s. It was better in the 90s. I mean, for well, real. Uh, and I, I just had this conversation about <laughs> two days ago. But the reality is that probably up until now, the jump from the 80s to the 90s, as far as where we advanced is the greatest advancement in yeah. modern day history. Oh yeah, man. We we got to play or- right or- now is the sure. second greatest advancement in modern day history. But the nineties is revolutionary. Yeah, it was a lot of cool stuff going on, man. I mean AOL, uh, you know literally the internet was invented. <laughs> yeah. Imagine life without the internet. Yep. It will it would probably be better if there was no internet. No. I, yeah, I, I, people, I don't people... think that. I think the internet can be a useful tool. I don't think I don't think the internet should be so as accessible as it is. Yeah, I agree with you on that. No, I, I mean it's just that's just like, you know, gun control and stuff like that. I, you, you can't limit the production of something all because of how someone chooses yeah, some to use apples. it. You just can't do that. That's not how the world works. Oh, you know, oh yeah. All well, you, you know, the, do, world, the world don't beat to the... Same drum? Yeah. I'll, so, I'll, I'll help you out. What <laughs> might be right for you may not be right for exactly, some. Exactly, but you have to consciously make those decisions. What you yeah, talking about, Trav? Not you. I mean, you in general. No, I well, know. You know, nobody's forcing you to get on the internet and start bashing, you know, right, right, the bigger right. cosplay girl or something. Right, here's, You're right. choosing I think the internet do only that. have, like, old school cartoons and, like, cat videos. Like, that's me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, just think. information, but, like, politics could go away. 
like all that kind of stuff and hateful stuff to go away. Like just send me some cool, funny animal videos, some good wrestling videos, some old school cartoons. And I'd be happy with the internet just as that. Well, you know what I love? I love when they take like, and they did it with in game when they take like the new commercials and they make it into a nineties trailer. Like what this trailer would be like if it came <laughs> oh, out yeah, in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And the nineties was just so good for it was lit, man. Great, just building it was things chill, up. That was fast. Well, I, what makes stuff like the X Men, you know, great is you couldn't go on and like get the next episodes and stuff like that. You like had you to had wait. to wait. Yeah. There was no dirt sheets, you know, and stuff like this. Yeah, you know, like if you if you, you if you missed a Saturday, you missed a Saturday. You missed a Saturday. Yeah. Exactly. That used to that used to suck. <laughs> oh no, kid, I, I didn't miss man. a Saturday. I used to miss them sometimes. Yeah, you never. Did. We had I to mean, go to unless church. there was a function, going we had to go to church. Oh, I was about to say, like you, you had a, the random family or church function going on. Well, look, we went to church on Sunday, <laughs> but I could tell you, we made it home before football started on I, Sunday. I'll tell you, know you what, right oh, now. once I figured oh, out, no, once I figured no, out how to work the VCR and could record and record Saturday morning cartoons, like I was set. Well, what I would do is I would record the Saturday cartoons and keep that tape all week and then rewind it and re-record and re-record right over it the following Saturday. And I would have my lineup all week and I could rewatch what I wanted to rewatch. Yeah. That man I, uh, and, and go on. Oh, go ahead. As a kid. So during the summer, my Saturdays went to the ball fields and uh, my dad was really cool, though, because that's what he did for me. Every Saturday, he taped Spider-Man and X-Men. Uh, and it was kind of funny, because about 10 years ago, we were cleaning out my dad's place and looking through old stuff, and I find a box full of VHS of X-Men uh, and Spider-Man. I was just so disappointed what? I don't have a VHS player to play it on. Bro, we was just talking about that on that on the episode with Cam. It's yeah, like yeah. it's like we still have VHS tapes, but we don't have a VCR. Or most of the time, you put that VHS in there and it tears that jank. Yeah, oh, that's what yeah. she said. So I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared to put it in. That's what, that's she, what said. she said. <laughs> but you know, it's crazy because like my parents bought me a tape. Like and they're like, "Hey, this is your tape. You record what you want, but when it's gone." Like, when you filled it up, it is what it is, bro. bro. we had multiple tapes. And I'm not saying in general the house in, but this was mine. I could I could record when I wanted to on it, and then I could re-record over it. Yeah. And that, so that's what I would do. I would record the lineup of shows that I wanted, and then I'd be able to watch it throughout the week if I wanted to watch it again. Yeah. And then the following Saturday, you same watch thing. It. Now, what I wanted to say is that Fox Kids back yes. in the day. And it's like, I want to do a podcast where we talk about Saturday morning cartoons because there's a lot to talk about. But Fox Kids was the top, the top kids Saturday morning broadcasting back in the day, man. It's like they had all the shows. They had X-Men, Spider-Man, Batman, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It's like if you weren't if you weren't watching Fox Kids, what were you doing? Even the Fox Kids commercials were cool. Yeah, bro, you had a, a Fox Kids commercial where Hank Hill was up there. Yeah. Hank Hill was running Fox Kids. Like, it's like, it didn't get any better than that in the 90s, man. And again, like I, think, you said, I think we can go ahead and decide the that the 90s were probably just the best decade. That, it, it was. Well, once again, because it was so revolutionary. 
But you, you know, know what we sound like now? We sound like when people are like, oh, the 80s was the best back well, in the I day. I don't know, because even my parents now agree, like, yeah, the 90s were pretty good. So it's- but what's it called? <laughs> the 80s wasn't the best because... There was a lot of cool stuff in the 80s. You had cool cell phones. You had them big cell phones, computers. But there was also a lot Look, of rough stuff in the 80s, too. Yeah, rock Yeah, rock was huge in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but rock was huge in the 90s. But Just not it wasn't hair as metal. Nah, and metal. Nah. You know, what's it called? You got super into the grunge movement. Right. And, and you, playing in the garage. In my opinion, 80s rock was like so glammed out that it wasn't real rock and roll. That's just my opinion. Yeah, because it's no, like, I can't say all that because I'm huge on Motley Crue. See, I, I love Motley Crue. I, I I love you know I love they're 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 the leaders of like, glam rock. Like I, you know what I mean? No, I like Motley Crue. I liked Poison. However, I I I'm a bigger fan of you know to me that wasn't really metal. I, I'll give it rock and roll. <laughs> how did we get here? Because it, <laughs> it, it snowballed. The 90s and 80s. That's how we got here. <laughs> it's, it's snowball like Travis 80s, likes to say. I'm just gonna put it out there. Nirvana was better than Motley Crue. Yeah, so yeah, we about to go ahead and wrap it up, man. And hey, we just want we just want to say thank Always you for joining us on. Thank you. Hold, hold on, what were you about to say, well, Travis? I was about to say before you know we, we call this thing quits. I do, and since we brought up you know the Fox Kids thing, okay, I do got a question that is unrelated to X Men, but still involves X Men. Okay. Errors of Saturday cartoons. Who had? What do you think the best lineup of cartoons ever was in the history of? Was it WB? Oh, Fox. Yeah. I already said Fox Kids. You Fox Kids? Yeah. What about you? I'll, I'll have to go with Fox Kids, but WB had a very, very strong win. WB and the, in the early two thousand, the, the late the, the, the late nineties, early two thousands. WB literally they beyond good stuff. WB created shows that then snowballed in the comic books. Yeah. Static Shock. Static Shock. I mean, well, no, crea- Static Shock was already out, though. No. Yeah, yeah it was. I static thought the comic book around. came off the show. Huh? I thought Static was around before the show. Yeah, it was. Static Shock was around before the show. The comics? Yeah, the comics, yeah. Oh. Because I, yeah but, I thought this whole time the comics were based off the show. Nah. That's why I, I thought it was so cool. Nah, nah, nah. Because, I, I mean, to me, it was a staple for Saturday morning to catch Static Shock and Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. and but Men in Black, the that's, TV dude, show. Jackie Chan Jackie Adventure. Chan, yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, since we were talking about X-Men, it's easy to say Fox Fox Kids. But, but now we're bringing up this WB lineup, and you're like, holy crap. Like, no, but it's, but it's, he but it's, did the big crossover with Static Shock and Batman Beyond. Yeah. yeah. I, it's, it, I'm just saying, man. But hey, look, look, look. We got to save this for another <laughs> episode because it's, it's really so much to talk about with Saturday morning cartoons. But yeah, yeah. X-Men animated series, five stars. Top I mean, five. To me, it's the best animated show in the 90s right there I next to Spider-Man. I would say all of that. Next to Spider Man, I, I my favorite animated series is Batman. The I get series. what you're saying, but you don't get what I'm saying. No, no, I like you have a great argument there. Like I'm not saying they're like I, if somebody was the sh- I can't think of a show right now. If somebody's like Life of Louie is the greatest <laughs> '90s cartoon, I'd be like I roll my eyes at <laughs> it. Dan would say, but, <laughs> but Batman, I can Bobby's say okay, world. I can take that. Bobby's World might be the greatest cartoon. Yeah, dude, Bobby's world is um, Bobby's world is great. Yeah, you know, riding that tricycle, yeah. that that big three wheeler. Yeah, that's a big wheel. The big wheel. 
what? The big wheel, that's what it was. <laughs> Another great but thing yeah. from the 90s. But yeah, going back to wrapping this up. Hey. Eddie, it was cool having yeah, you up here, man. bro. Thanks for, you was I'm, a loose cannon up here. And <laughs> Brad, nice to meet you. Banks, thanks for having me. I look forward to seeing you again at a show. Hopefully you're not beating me up. Uh, bro, we need to have, we need to have a match. In the face. Yes, we need to have true. a match, man, because it's, it's, it's been a hot minute since we've been in the ring together. Uh, and singles or for our tag. YouTube channel. Oh, oh, for real? Yeah, yeah we could Benjamin do that. Banks. Versus, versus the Eddie loose cannon. Can- oh, I was gonna say the loose cannon. The loose cannon, Eddie Cannon. Hey, but before we let you go, bro, tell everybody in social media land where they can find you at. Oh, uh, as of right now, you can find me on Facebook. Pretty soon, I will have an Instagram and a Twitter up and going. Uh, yeah, Eddie Wayne Cannon on Facebook. I threw the Wayne in there to, uh, you know, kind of throw off people with the middle name. Uh, so you can find me on there. Add me. Shoot me a message, and we'll uh, we'll get together and talk. Pretty much anything. I'm open. I'm an open book. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you again for joining us, brother. Thank it was good having you up here, man. Hey, great talking to you, great bro. Talk- Have a good one, man. Thank you again. You welcome. Peace. Peace. So <laughs> we had our boy Eddie Cannon, <laughs> the loose cannon, up here. <laughs> what are you doing, bro? <laughs> okay. <laughs> doing that X Men outro for me. I appreciate it, man. Let's roll these credits. So thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs> To another episode of Leveling (laughs) Up. Hey, bro. I'm glad we was able to get Eddie to come up here, man. Yo, for real. I'm telling you, man. I really stand behind. It's the best drawn animated series of all time, in my opinion. Yeah, I'll put it up there, man. I mean, like how I was saying on the the episode, The the podcast, like Batman. Well, hold on. What's the podcast? The podcast. Oh, the Oh, podcast. we might get that season to Z. I know, but it's it's T H E. It's not. Oh, duh. okay. Yeah, because we ain't t- we ain't taking from my boy Stevie. We ain't taking from Stevie. You know, hey, but make sure you follow him on Instagram and Twitter with the podcast. The podcast. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my boy. But yeah, man, X Men animated series. Yeah, I agree with you. Good animation. This was a good episode, and I'm glad we were able to talk about it. We touched on so many cool things that we loved about the series, and it it was cool going down memory lane. I think it's always cool when we can go back to the 90s. I mean, you know, we did that with Mad Max Morrison. Yeah, but you know what's crazy? I haven't had a conversation about the X-Men animated series. Since it ended? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Since 97. In a, in a hot minute, bro. It's yeah. been a hot minute since. That's why I was happy we was able to do this, man. Yeah. And that's what leveling up with Benjamin Banks is and all about. that's what we do, man. We bring like, you the topics yeah. that you didn't even know you wanted. Yeah. So and tune soon, in. Soon we're going to do that episode. Donate we, to this Patreon, man. Soon we're going to do an episode where we talk about Jim and the holograms. And y'all ain't even going to be ready for that. Y'all don't want it. Have you ever watched that? No. For real? You never watched it? I watch it before we do it, though. Okay. All right. That's what she said. You got to get the girls to watch it, don't man. Don't tell me what to They'll do probably like it. Look, you might be the father. You ain't but the dad. I, yeah, okay. You, know you gotta stop saying that. Man. Nah, man. People gonna truth. call up. It's the truth. People gonna call up and be like, "Look, I'm listening to this podcast." Hey, this man keeps calling himself daddy. Hey, look, real story. When Devin, when our former guest Devin Hahn was Devin up Hahn. here, he came but up. Look, he man, came. He came. This- he came up to me and he was just like, "Hey, man, I just want to let you know that I got a baby on the way." And you know, since you're a father, and I was just like, I was just like, yeah, man, I am a father. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Look, man, this it's also the same man that butchered the verse and uh, 
um, to the window to, to the, the wall. Window to what, the wall who butchered it? Devin or me? Devin, man. <sighs> and, embarrassed. And, and he set y'all embarrassed back. Embarrassed us. <laughs> he set us back. Devin, what are you doing? What more do you, what do you want from Devin, me? come on, man. We need, we, we need a redo. We, I'm demanding a redo it. for Devin. I know he can do better than that. We're going to go to azlyrics.com. We're going to memorize him. this thing. Devin, we're going to get you back in it. We're going to practice to say what I'm going to tell you why he man. messed up. Because he didn't drink his crunk juice. Man. He didn't it, drink it, that crunk juice. It was juice. something. But yeah, man. So wrapping it up, you said something about <laughs> Patreon. Say something about it again. Look, man, follow us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Tell them bank. what they get. Huh? Tell them what they can get. You're going to get a shout out on the podcast? For how much? Three dollars. And then what do you get for a we'll dollar? Sh- we'll shout you out. Whatever you want to be called, man. If, if your name is John Johnson, but you want to be called, I'm the John Johnson. That's what we'll say. Well, you know what? That's exactly what we'll say. Well, hey. Shout out to the John Johnson. And tell them about the $10 deal. And the $10 deal, you that's, get a picture of me. That's when we do whatever you want us to do. You will do whatever you want us so to do. So if y'all want to see me throw Travis into a volcano, then I'll and throw him into a volcano. He, he might not be on the next episode, but who but knows? What? Who knows? I mean, he went all the way to the to the bottom of the ocean to and rescue his daughter. Right back. So, up. I mean, you know. There it is. Yeah, so tell everybody where they can find us at. You can find us at on all social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Leveling Up Banks. And, and let them know where they can find you. social media land. Let them know where they can find you. You can find me, your boy Benjamin Banks, at KingBenji underscore Banks That's on right. Twitter and Instagram. And just type in Benjamin Banks on Facebook. And, and send, this, send, me a fr- send me a firm request. Or I like might, the I like is paid. I might man. accept it. I might not. Uh, you know, depends how feeling that it depends on how I'm feeling. But just to let y'all know, my profile picture is me with no shirt on, and I got. Oh, a beard. you'll know it as soon as you see yeah, it. You'll know what you'll see. That's you'll, what she said. Yeah. And tell them where they can find you at on social media. Land. You find Instagram at ZK Audio. Do you want to go for your all PSA? you uh, singers and rappers out there? If you're looking to get, you know, mixed properly, holla at your boy ZK Audio. Are you gonna tell them about your PSN? Nah. Oh, I'm not. I did. I, I don't get me started. It? Don't now. Nah, just don't even. Don't get me started right now. I'm gonna go on my division two rant. I'm not trying to get into it right now. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Soft. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode. Thank you for joining us this week. We hope that you enjoyed it, and we hope that you learned something. And be sure to check us out on the next episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. That's right. <laughs>